and we got a good episode for you today. I have my dear uh, friend that I met through Instagram, and she's an amazing person, an amazing life coach, health coach, whatever coach you need, she's it. Orchid Vega, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you you on here. Thank Um, you. Tell us a little bit about yourself so the audience knows, and then we can get into today's topic. Sure. My name is Orchid Vega. I'm a certified Christian wellness and life coach, and I pretty much help people get to the root of whatever ailment it is that they're facing in life, whether it's a a trauma or a physical ailment, you know, and I just kind of help guide people in the right direction and just cheer them on along the way. So, yeah. That's what I love that. I love that. All right. So today we're going to talk about Black China from Instagram Mm -hmm. model to a God fearing woman. Now, I know this has been a controversial topic for a minute now. So we wanted to dive in and put in our take on it, how how we are digesting what's going on. Now, if you don't know what Black who Black China is, she's famous for being on music videos like Nicki Minaj and other rappers. She has a child with Tyga, who is a rapper, and Rob Kardashian of the rap of the Kardashian family. Previously, she was a stripper, and she's known for the millions of dollars she's made on OnlyFans. So about six months, six, seven months ago, she decided to turn her life over to Christ and she baptized herself in her pool. And it all started from there. She took her, took us on her journey of dissolving her fillers, her butt injections, taking out her implants, um, changing her name to back to her original name, original name, birth name, which was Angela White and quitting her OnlyFans account. Now, I want to get into changing her name back to her original name, back to what her mother called her, put on the birth certificate. What do you think about a name? Like, is it something of significance or is it just a name? Yes, I personally believe that a name is super significant in a person's life. I mean, being a mom of three, I remember the burden of having to name my three children. That was, you know, I didn't take it lightly for sure. And myself included, my name is Orchid. It's not like a a made up name. That is my name that is on my birth certificate. My name is Orchid Vega. And it was challenging for me to appreciate that name. Um, It took many, many years. I'm almost 40 years old. And most of my life, I strayed away from that name um, because people couldn't pronounce it properly, you know, and I'm Cuban. So, you know, you say it in Spanish, it's Orquidia. You know, imagine people trying to say that (laughs) being here in the United States. It was, it was very frustrating, but um, I've grown to love my name and the orchid plant is a beautiful, beautiful flower, you know, and I don't know, I feel like that's a reflection of me, not that I'm, oh my gosh, amazingly beautiful, but I do, I am fragile, I am, you know, God's creation, and I just, yeah, the name has a huge significance, it's your identity, it's who you are, you know, and not just your first name, but even your last name, your last yeah. name, that's your generations, like, there, there's so much significance. Your legacy, yeah, your legacy. Exactly. So I looked up what the meaning of your name is, and it says love, beauty, refinement, many children, 
thoughtfulness Ooh. and mature charm. I love that. I love that. So if you guys have noticed, I have changed the podcast name to from Real Talk Lala to Real Talk Chic. My name is Nashika G. And Nashika means kiss in Hebrew. And it also is an African tribe leader. And as I'm transitioning myself, getting closer to God, getting more into uh, the book and resonating with God more and more, I realize that the significance of the name Lala doesn't align with me anymore. Mm -hmm. The reason I came up with that name, it was because of my past, um, what people used to call me and uh, the meaning behind it, it doesn't resonate. So Sheik resonates. I feel like I'm a leader. I feel like I'm showing people the way. Uh, this podcast is about helping you find your peace so you can make your life a masterpiece. So why not call it Sheik? You know, Sheik is a leader. Your birth name or a name that was given to you a significantly like connected to God only, or if you have a made up name, does it change the dynamic of your relationship with a higher power? That's an interesting question. I would say for me personally, it took me a while, like I said, prior for me to accept my name. Um, and during that time, I was also struggling with like my identity, you know, who, who am I in Christ? You know, so the timing of that was kind of perfect, but let's go back to the word. I mean, the Bible is clear and there's so much, I know I keep saying this word, but there's so much significance to a name that the Bible is clear about that as well. And the Bible talks about everything, anything and everything. And even names have a huge role or play a huge role in the Bible. Look at Abraham. He went from Abram to Abraham. Then you have um, Paul. He was Saul. You know, there's a lot of um, moments where names are changed in a really important moment. You know, it's like a shift that happens. Right. So, yeah, I, I definitely think, I mean, not that it has, you don't have to change your name in order to be aligned with God's will for your life, but there are like some special moments where that does happen, especially if like in the case of Angela White, where she was called something else, or in your case where you were called Lala, you know, like there, there are some special cases where people identify as one thing or one name, and then God steps in and that name is no longer, you know, so it is, it is beautiful to see that when it does happen. So. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Her dissolving her fillers, her butt injection, she did show us that process. Hi guys, so I'm on my way now to get some more of the fillers dissolved. As you can see right here, it's still filling right here in my lip. So it's kind of pushing it over to the side. So I'm going to dissolve that. Dissolve more in this area. I have like hot neck. And then she removed her implants. Now I know a lot of celebrities, a lot of people that have gotten implants before are now removing them because of breast implant illness and other health conditions. Now, Orchid, you are very open about you having implants and how you had them taken out because of an illness. So can you dive into that story a little bit for us? Sure, sure. Okay, well, back in 2012, um, 
I had had, well, I already had my children. My youngest was born in 2010. So two years after she was born, you know, I had finished breastfeeding. And like you said, I'm very open about it, very transparent. My boobs were not the same. Okay, let's be real. <laughs> after you have kids, you change. Okay, all the time. Yes. Yes. And um, I was very self conscious. I did not feel comfortable in my own skin. It was just hard for me. So I decided to get breast implants. I got in 2012, I got uh, 350 cc's of gummy bear implants underneath the muscle where I had them in for about six years. Um, after year one of having them, I'm brutally honest about this all the time to whoever I talk to about breast implant illness. I loved them. I love them. I'm gonna be transparent here. I loved my implants. I felt confident. I felt beautiful. I filled out my clothes. You know, I didn't look how I did after I had kids. You know, I, I felt more confident, let's be real. But I started to feel physically terrible. Mm. Uh, my health started to decline. And I was only in my 20s, early 30s, you know, and when I tell you my health started to decline, it was every day I was getting worse and worse. And I couldn't explain it why. I went to doctors, I went to specialists, nobody can pinpoint it, I would have doctors tell me, Oh, it's all in your head. You know, mm. you just have anxiety, uh, here's some anxiety medication, you know, like they nobody could pinpoint it. wait like, oh no. so they were like you had anxiety mm -hmm. they said they it was never... all in my head wow they said okay. it was all in my head i mean when i tell you i went to gastroenterologist i went to whatever specialist you could think of neurologist i you name it you name it my blood sugar would drop almost every hour no matter what i ate mm. It, it was crazy. Like I always had to walk around with like glucose tablets or like a Gatorade or some sort of juice to boost my blood sugar. It was very scary and nobody could figure out why. I did fasting um, blood tests where they would check my blood sugar every so often, depending on what I drank, you know, like I had to stay in the, the office for like all day, like those tests they do when you're pregnant to mm -hmm. test your blood sugar. I had to do numerous tests like that. They all came back negative. I was not diabetic. I was not pre-diabetic, nothing. So why was my blood sugar dropping every hour? Right. Um, I was having crazy, crazy panic attacks, like intense. I thought I was going to die. It was just, I mean, I could sit here and tell you I had about over 20 symptoms wow. that I no longer have now. But to make a long story short, in 2017, um, already five years having the implants, I discovered breast implant illness by someone that just randomly posted it on social media. And I'm super grateful for her. But I saw this and I was like, hold up, what is this? You know, it sparked that curiosity. I started doing research like crazy. And I discovered that the toxins, because there's over 40 toxins in breast implants, if you didn't know, um, including formaldehyde, mercury, arsenic, all kinds of stuff, sitting in your chest cavity, sweating because our, our bodies are hot inside, right? Yeah. So sweating, seeping into your bloodstream, which affects every single organ in your body, including your hormones, including your digestive system, everything. So when I found this out, at the time I was seeing a holistic doctor and because again, I tried everything and, and nobody could tell me what was wrong. So I was seeing a holistic doctor and he already had me on like a protocol, mm -hmm. but I forgot to mention the breast implants. And when I saw 
this thing on breast implant illness, I mentioned it to my holistic doctor immediately. I was like, hey, could this be a possibility? And when we finally put two and two together, he said, oh my gosh, absolutely. This could totally be it. You need to get them removed. That was his suggestion. So I started seeking out um, plastic surgeons and seeing how exactly it is that you do this. Do they just like make a slit and pull it out? Like, how, mm-hmm. how is this? But I ended up learning that the proper procedure to remove an implant is called an on block, which is basically they go in, you know, they, they make a decent size incision mm-hmm. and they take out the capsule that's surrounding the implant because naturally our body creates like a protective barrier. Right. Right. Around the implants, like skin around it. So it's it's a bigger surgery to remove them than to put them in. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it costs more money and everything. But I knew that it was going to be like intense. So I was like, I have to find, that's another thing is not every plastic surgeon knows how to do an on block. Naturally, they'll just go in, pull it out. And that's it. But what happens is you're left with that capsule Mm -hmm. inside that still has all those chemicals. So you want to make sure you get the whole thing removed, get cleaned out in there, sew you back up. So I finally found one. Thank God was he was close to me because it was only about three surgeons that knew how to do an on block at the mm. time in the United States. Only about three. Now there's um, more. Thank God they've learned how to do it. But one of those surgeons were was about an hour away from me. I quickly booked an appointment. Within a month, I was on that operating table, and when I woke up that alone just like instantly i started feeling better i woke mm-hmm. up and i remember you know i was groggy from anesthesia yeah, and all of yeah. that but i felt lighter i don't know how to explain it like my eyes it felt like there was a film on my eyes and when i woke up like that film was removed that's the best wow. way i can describe it wow. and each day since my surgery i got the explant in april of 2018 so since then so today, I have just gotten better and better and better and better. And I can proudly say that I no longer have those 20 symptoms that I had before. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty crazy. And I can say this with confidence that I am a breast implant illness advocate. I have helped probably hundreds of women over the last five years. And I'm I'm grateful. I'm grateful. That yes. I'm- able to do that so a lot of women reach out and i'm able to kind of guide them in the right direction and educate them on breast implant illness because it is a real thing and it wasn't in my head and i'm I'm, I'm a little taken back that you know a doctor would be like oh it's all in your head here's some pills absolutely yep that's what happened yeah so that um you got to listen to yourself. You know, you know your body. You know right. that something's not right. And, right. you know, but going back to Angela, uh, Angela White, you know, I think that kind of rings a little bit better than it's easier to say Angela White than uh, Black China. But sure. her canceling her OnlyFans account. Now, <laughs> there's always. Everybody's on the fence about OnlyFans, the red pillars, the blue pillars. The big narrative is if you're active on OnlyFans and you're making money and thousands and thousands of dollars, you're not worthy of being a wife. 
being a a holistic god-fearing woman so for her to cancel her only fans account people there are some people that are still looking at her like oh she's still she's still on that demonic side and then mm. there's some people saying that god has redeemed her he has called her by name she, he she is mine that's that's the verse i was looking for mm. um so in the bible ezekiel 37 23 here's the verse they will no longer defile themselves with their idols or with their mm -hmm. de detestable things or with their transgressions, but I will deliver them from all their dwelling places in which ha they have sinned and will cleanse them and they will be my people and I will be their God. One king will rule them all, no longer will be divided into two nations or into two kingdoms. They will never again pollute themselves with idols and vile images of rebellion for i will save them from their sin apostasy i will cleanse them they will be truly my people and i will be their god that's just a different mm -hmm. translation of that verse so basically in this verse saying the people that are in dwell in these places where they're doing demonic activities or they they have idols like only fans and the money and they do things to of the world to get that attention that they're looking for the fillers the butt implants uh the bbls um and tattoos i know that black shiny just got her demonic uh tattoo removed in the verse it says right here that even though they've been in those places they've done these things and they've worshiped these idols god can still come in and break you from that and still yeah. be a person of god and a lot of people are not agreeing with this i see so mm -hmm. many people saying like hey she can't just get up and decide that she's not gonna be of this world and be a god-fearing woman who mm -hmm. said that she can do that who said that <laughs> she can <laughs> forgive like all her sins are forgiven yeah some people think that you can your sins can be forgiven but if you if you pass a certain level of sin it's like you can't revert back you can't oh you gosh. can't be a child of god because you the the threshold is here but you you went up here so <laughs> because you're up here that that means you can't you can't come down to god and be a saved child but i think china is showing us that no matter what people of the world say god has the last word i know you had a verse uh orchid and i want you to share that verse and see what the sure. meaning and how it correlates to uh, before i even do that i need to just talk on what you just said okay <laughs> that is yeah. the stupidest thing i've ever heard god forgive me like <laughs> what in the world like hold on hold on i need a minute i need a minute like first of all how dare you limit god first mm, of all mm. like god god can do anything like he's he's god like who are we I'm glad you said that you. wait you said how dare you limit god but yeah. i was looking at it as how dare they limit her but you're Absolutely. right it's 
limiting God because God is redeeming her. That's so right. You're right on That's that. Right. Go ahead. Yes. Like how how dare how do they have the audacity to limit God? Like they're looking at her in, in whatever perspective, but at the end of the day, God is like you said, is that redeemer. He's that God is a God of restoration. I mean, they clearly they don't read the Bible. Clearly, they don't read the word of God. They don't see all of these stories where God has redeemed and redeemed and redeemed and redeemed over and over and over. And if the Bible clearly says that God is the same yesterday, today and forever, why can't he still redeem today? Why are we limiting God? You know, mm. so I don't know. That's my take on that. When I heard you say it, I was like, that is a dumb mistake. Like, what? <laughs> What is wrong with people? What is wrong with people? Like, they don't there, read the they're, word. They're, they're definitely out there. And I, I've seen a lot of videos. I mean, there are people that are all here for it. Like, yes, girl, go get it. You you deserve right. it. You are, you know, you're saved. But then there are some people that are just like, yeah, this is a, a host, a lie. She just wants attention. I mean, at the end of the day, let's be real. At the end of the day, if it is a publicity stunt, if it is, you know, her trying to get attention, that's between her and God. Mm. But still, at the end of the day, how can you limit? Don't limit God. God can do it. God can do it. And if she's that testimony and, and you know, God wants to be glorified through her, then who are we to stop that? straight up and the bible says that by your fruits you shall be known so if we're gonna eventually if this is genuine and this is real we're gonna start to see fruit in angela white let me call her by her Mm. name right Right. we're gonna start to see fruit in angela white and we're already starting to see fruit by the past yeah right we're already seeing it people are people who actually follow her and really i'm gonna say look up to her they're some of them are so ecstatic and they're turning their lives over to jesus as well so Amen. you know the fruits of her labor are already being shown but right right yeah yeah so what the, the, verse, the bible verse yeah the bible yeah. verse that i wanted to mention was second corinthians five seventeen. if you want to look it up real quick second corinthians 5 chapter 5 verse 17 it says therefore if anyone is in christ the new creation has come the old has gone the new is here the new living translation says i'll repeat it it says this means that anyone who belongs to christ has become a new person the Mm. old life has gone and a new life has begun so i think with angela white that's exactly what we're seeing here you know she's new in christ she's surrendered her life to christ so that old life that everyone else was used to black china with the butt fillers and the boobs and the the cheek implant whatever all the things like that's no longer clearly the word of god says in second corinthians 5 17 that anyone who belongs to to christ who comes to christ is a new creation why mm. why are we a new creation because those old ways those ways of the world are no longer like you can't serve a holy god and love a holy god and hang on to all of these unholy things you know what i'm saying like the ways of the world we're supposed to reject the ways of the world the bible says it so and naturally like when you have the holy spirit dwelling within you our body's a temple the bible says that our body's a temple you're gonna start to have conviction for these things you're gonna see like 
I don't want this anymore. Right. And it's not something, no. Yeah, it's not something that I you're can attest like to that. Set yes. of rules. Like, okay, now now that I'm a Christian, I, I can't do this. It's not about rules. It's a relationship with God. And you start to have that conviction inside to be like, I don't want this. And that yeah. is where Second Corinthians 5.17 comes in, is a new life has begun. You start to want that that sanctification. You start to want that closeness with God and you start to want to reject the ways of the world. So that's what I'm seeing with her. And I couldn't be happier. I'm like, good for her. That's good. Yeah. Yes. No, I'm very and from these two passages, I feel like it it basically says that that we learned that the spiritual is just as important as the physical. You just say something about it not being rules. Maybe growing up, you, you're you in church, you're feeling like, oh, you're supposed to be doing this, you're not supposed to sin. And it's kind of like drilled into you, like you're supposed to be doing this. Religion. And, right, religion. And I don't like to say that I'm religious. Mm -hmm. I like to say I'm a God-fearing woman because mm -hmm. when I look at religion, I feel like there is rules. I feel like, mm -hmm. I don't fit into that box of what people think that it should be or what I thought it should be during when I was growing up in church. But your whole, when you're renewed, your whole life, you start to have different kinds of interactions with people. Your discernment is better. You don't want right. to do certain things. Like I find mm -hmm. myself not listening to hardcore rap anymore. I find myself not yeah. wanting to uh, hang around people that gossip about other people, hang around people that are just partying. If we're not growing, if it's not making me money, bringing me closer to God or making me better in any way, I don't want it. And mm -hmm. it's not it's not forced. It's just like the spirit that lives within me. And I, and I, I come in contact with certain things and I'm like, ah, I don't really feel it. So I stay away, hmm. whether that be people or situations or actions and stuff like that. Angela White is really on her journey. I'm so happy for her. I really think this is a good stepping stone for us in the the rap community or the media mm. community, because there is a lot of uh, demonic things going on and absolutely, <laughs> it's, it's, it's being pushed to us like crazy. Like, but yeah. the fact that Angela White has become a light in a dark place. I love that. I love yeah, that. Yeah. I'm sure she definitely has, like you said, people that admire her or follow her, she's got plenty of followers, I'm sure. There's eyes on her. So this is a perfect opportunity for her to show that light of Christ. You know what I mean? Right. To, to, be, to be a testimony of God's goodness, of God's restorative power, of God's, you know, transforming us. This is a perfect opportunity. And I hope and pray that she takes advantage of her following and platform to spread the gospel because mm -hmm. it's it's hard for for those that don't have that many following <laughs> to really get out there and, and try to spread the gospel like if you have it my gosh take advantage take advantage and do yes. it so i hope i hope and pray that she does 
but I I want to um I want to correct you on that a little bit because yes. even <laughs> if you don't have a big following and you hit one person, it's that's this is true. One it's, more as it than was nobody. Coming out, yeah, like yeah. as it was coming out, I'm like, mm, yeah, even, yeah, even, yeah. Even if it's one person, it doesn't matter. You should do it. Yeah, it's the impact that matters. Even if it's just one person, I love that we're seeing more of these transitions and hopefully we see more and more in the future. Thank you for sharing your story on your breast implant illness. And I want you guys to make sure you go follow Orchid Vega until the next episode. Be bold, be brave, and be a beast at what you do. Bye. Amen. Bye.